cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This man must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C. and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. And that's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. And, you know, we have a lot of things we're going to be covering today. We're going to talk a little bit about China, um, COVID. Uh, it seems a lot of celebrities are dying from COVID. And uh, we have a clip that kind of illustrates that. But, you know, James Kahn just died and nobody seems to know why he died. He was 82, pretty healthy, and it just looks fishy. And there seems to be, you know, um, a, a pattern to this. Uh, we're going to listen to a clip that's going to highlight a little bit about this. Um, Joe Biden's heading to Saudi Arabia to beg for oil, and Khashoggi seems to be front and center. Uh, in the talks, they're literally going to tell Joe Biden to stop mentioning Khashoggi. And of course, tell that to Lindsey Graham, who can't stop crying over Jamal Khashoggi, the globalist who was good friends with Bill Gates and good friends with Alawit bin Talal, radical tyrants. And these people get up there on their platforms, on the you know, the corporate paid for uh, BlackRock funded media, the big, big media that's funded by globalists and multinational corporations that benefit from globalism. And they perpetuate all these lies. And the lie they're telling is about Jamal Khashoggi. Even Fox News this morning on Fox and Friends referred to Khashoggi as the uh, uh, Washington Post opinion writer. And he was a media propagandist in the Middle East, funded by Alouid bin Talal, a good friend, a guy who supposedly paid for uh, Obama's Harvard education, I read. I've not verified that, but definitely a radical globalist, socialist and definitely had meetings with Bill Gates 
the same guy that had 37 visits to Orgy Island with Epstein, Bill Gates. I mean, Bill Gates visited Jeffrey Epstein in jail. Now we're hearing that Ghislaine and her black book is about to come out. So we'll see what happens there. But, you know, where are all these pedophiles that are sleeping with these children? And why are they being sealed and covered up and protected by the same people that would, you know, take the guy, that the bodega owner, and try to crucify him for defending his life? Turns out that the lies associated with that New York bodega guy, he was stabbed. The girlfriend lied. The girlfriend that wanted the free potato chips. Over potato chips. No less. Meanwhile, at the same time that you got Joe Biden begging Saudi Arabia today, he's going over there, for oil, you got, in the, just in the past April, the Biden administration sold 950000 Strategic Petroleum Reserve Barrels to a Chinese gas company that a private equity firm co-founded by Hunter Biden owns. And he owns a $1.7 billion stake. Hunter Biden owns a one point... So uh, it says here, China Chinese gas company that a private equity firm co-founded by Hunter Biden owns a $1.7 billion stake. So I'm going to reread that. This past April, this is Greg Price. He's a very reliable producer over at Fox News. This uh, past April, the Biden administration sold 950,000 strategic petroleum reserve barrels to a Chinese gas company. And the gas company, the Chinese gas company, the private equity firm, that controls it was co-founded by Hunter Biden. How do you like that? And so they're getting all this free oil from our reserves, which we are supposed to use for ourselves in a in a case of wartime. And it's it's in you know it's kind of enriched oil. It's it's a ver- better grade than China could get on the open market. And then you know you had uh, Governor Abbott talking about how Texas could supply the oil and drive the price of oil down. Drive the price of oil down. And uh, I'm here in Arlington. And by the way, I heard that the oil is dropping a little bit, like 20 cents or something. And uh, just uh, across the street from our studio, there's $6.20 at the Exxon across the street. So I don't know what they're talking about. And I, you know, so it's just kind of strange. But a lot of misinformation. We're going to get inflation numbers maybe today. And that's going to spell big trouble for the Biden administration. That's going to, that's going to definitely technically put us into a recession. Although his, his uh, cabinet members are out there over the weekend saying that there's no risk. Talking about it's more creating more of a risk to get into a recession than than anything else. And of course, that's not even true. 
the GDP, when it drops and drops and drops like it is, and the labor participation rate drops and drops, it has nothing to do with the unemployment rate. It has to do with national debt. It has to do with, you know, how what, what the average debt is per person and how people are living. Well, what does it feel like out there for you? And of course, it's not as good as it was a year and a half, two years ago. That's for sure. And they're attacking America. I think this is an attack. So today we're going to be covering a little bit about China uh, because they were rejoicing about Abe and his murder, his assassination. And incidentally, in Japan, they had an election and the uh, Abe's party, actually, it's a conservative party in Japan, got, got better results than they ever thought they could. They were already going to win, so it's not like they were behind in the polls and they came back and won. It was more like they were kind of ahead in the polls and they did better than expected. But Abe got... And the guy that killed Abe says it was about this church and it was about this uh, putting his family business out of business and, st- and this church that Abe supported. and It's kind of crazy, but you know, you got to figure this guy that shot Abe was against his policies and therefore uh, for the other team, the same team that commits violence here in America like Black Lives Matter or Antifa or any liberal group, really, that protests violently. They don't have a peaceful bone in their body. And they're the ones that are shooting everything in sight and then blaming guns because they can't blame themselves. You ever notice that about liberals like Biden? Blames everybody but himself about inflation. Blames everybody but himself about Afghanistan or or blames everything on Putin. You know, it's just absurd, isn't it? The buck stops where? Well, it certainly shouldn't stop at the White House. I think in some respects, the buck still stops with Trump. He may not be running White House, White House right now, but he's he's got the love and support of the people. He just sold out another venue in Anchorage, Alaska. And it turns out that um, uh, that there are several candidates in Alaska that are poised to win. Um, And Sarah Palin. And then uh, the lady's name that's running for Senate against Murkowski is Tabuka or something like that. And, you know, Kelly is her first name. So just vote for her, Kelly. Kelly uh, Tubaka. Yeah, it's it sort of rhymes with the guy from Star Wars, that Chewbacca. But there's a T in there, and it's silent. Chewbacca, yeah. That's how you say it. So Kelly Chewbacca. And she, you know, I've, I did a little research on her, and she seems to be a very stand-up individual. She was the administrative secretary or something like that. And I watched some speeches she gave at very small venues in Alaska. And she's smart. She's an attorney. And 
I just think she would be so so much better. You know, someone who uh, from Alaska that endorses America First policies. And then you got, you know, even DeSantis that's uh, rocking, rocking the world uh, with some statements uh, where he was talking about Florida license plates. You never see them in California, but you see California license plates in Florida all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, of course, Gavin Newsom is vacationing in Montana. Why do all these libtards want to hang out in conservative states? Because they want their freedom, maybe? Because they like lower taxes and, and things that are cheaper and and people are moving there because the jobs are plentiful. They can get a job there. Wow. Not too shabby, huh? People are f- fleeing California in droves. But I have several friends from the Philadelphia area that have moved to Florida. And you know what? Sadly, they're bringing their politics with them. Those morons. When it comes to politics, they're morons. They're nice people. But when it comes to politics... Shame on them for bringing their stupid politics to Florida. You know, they should have learned their lesson with Mayor Kinney and Philadelphia and the rising crime, the high taxes. Philadelphia has this one tax I just couldn't stand. It was when I was doing business there. It was called the business privilege tax. You're taxed for the privilege of doing business there. It's an additional tax to the city tax. So, like, if you were to buy a table... Say you were to buy a conference table and you were in the furniture business and you sold that, you bought it for a thousand bucks, nobody buys it. So you just basically want to get it off your showroom. It's not moving. You sell it for a thousand dollars. How much money did you make if you bought it for a thousand and you sell it for a thousand? You make what? Zero, right? So you make zero and guess what? You still end up paying a percentage on the thousand dollars. Now, is that ridiculous or what? How do you even, how does that make sense? How in the world would you ever afford that privilege? So it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But in any case, we also have Elon Musk. So interestingly enough, Scott Adams in the Scott Adams show was correct. Correct the mundo. So we got it right. On April 21st, I tweeted this. I tweeted the Guardian uh, article. It said, Elon Musk and Disney boss quit Trump business panel over Paris pullout. So that was what they said in 2017. Basically, the globalists that they are, the New World Order guy that Elon Musk is. So Elon Musk went to the Met Gala and was wearing this New World Order type of coat flashy coat. It was written in Latin, but yeah, he supports the New World Order. He bows to China because they make all the batteries for his cars. And now he's pulled the deal on Twitter. And I guess it was $44 billion or something. It doesn't matter. On April 21st, I said, a wolf in sheep's clothing? Elon Musk's takeover rhetoric of Twitter are scaring needed investors away from Truth Social, Getter, in an election year. Flashback. Not a friend of Trump, Elon Musk and Disney boss quit Trump's 
business panel over Paris pullout. Now you can go back to you can go to scottadamshow.com. You can go back to the show on April 21st or April 20th where on air I came up with that concept on my own. And I don't think anybody has really shared that concept. But I believe it to be true because I remember at the time Truth Social was struggling to get out the out of the gate. And they were slow in the rollout because obviously it was it was infrastructure and it was money. And, you know, there was a delays. And, and generally speaking, that happens because you didn't get the investors to sign on that you were hoping for. And, you know, if you were an investor and you're going to spend hundreds of millions, if not a billion dollars, to invest in a company like Truth Social, which has the backing of Trump, you still got to ask the question, you know, if Twitter comes back online and brings Trump's account and reopens it, and brings back all the conservative voices, and it becomes, you know, almost like a conservative platform. It becomes a platform for free speech. It becomes a platform for equality. You know, Twitter software has already been well-developed. It's a good platform in terms of programming. And so, therefore, people would flock over to Twitter, and that would damage Truth Social and damage Getter, and damage Parlor and damage Gad, Gab. And guess what? So there it is. So he did a, he pulled out over the weekend, I think it was Friday after our show, but he pulled out of the deal. And I said, see, I told you. And I also posted, Elon Musk notifies Twitter he is terminating the deal. That's CNBC. I said, not surprised, Musk planned to disrupt investment dollars in competing and emerging conservative platforms in an election year. Elon Musk notifies Twitter he is terminating the deal. On uh, April 21st, I also wrote a tweet about this. I said, a wolf in sheep's clothing? Oh, I just read that one to you. But here's the other one I read. I, I did. I posted this one. Elon Musk, this was April 21st, I p- tweeted this. Elon Musk Twitter takeover may be a ruse to protect Twitter from emerging competitors by spooking potential investors of Truth Social, Getter, Parler, and Gab, who see Twitter restored as a free speech platform as a threat to their return on investment in new social media platforms. And then there was a picture of Elon Musk's jacket at the Met Gala, it says, it reads, Novus Ordo Seclorum, which was basically New World Order. And that's what Biden has been talking about, the New World Order. Of course, Biden reads all that off of a teleprompter, right? He doesn't even know what he's saying. He doesn't know a, a New World Order from a globalist to a, an ice cream cone. But there's a really funny uh, video out there. A, he's talking about cracking down on guns and cracking down on crack. And there's uh, on one screen and then on the on the flip, uh, the other pane at the same time in this video, I tweeted it out today. You got Hunter Biden walking around naked, wielding his gun in front of a camera that he got illegally. 
I mean, absolutely ridiculous, insane that we we have a first son that's hooked on crack the way he is. And so then at the same time, he's talking about crystal meth. He's talking about cracking down on drugs. And next thing you know, his son is abusing the drugs and sleeping with hookers and doing these shady backroom deals, which is what we're going to talk about today. The Hunter Biden deals. But, you know, there's no way the guy got 81 million votes campaigning from his basement. That's what this is all about. We would leave this old man alone, Biden, if he didn't cheat and try to sabotage our entire country and way of life. We would let the guy go. But that's not what's going on here. What's going on here is this guy is a madman that's going over to Saudi Arabia today to beg for oil because he doesn't want to produce it and, and give people their jobs back here, right here in America by building out the Keystone Pipeline more, by putting Texas leases back online so they can actually uh, provide the oil that America needs to drive the prices down. But these high oil prices are designed to push people to electric that people can't afford, and it's not going to work. I already played like uh, about three weeks ago. I played a audio clip of a scientist that was talking about how electric vehicles are actually put out more carbon footprint than a fossil fuel car, <clears throat> a combustible engine. And the way that works is when you're hunt when you're mining in slave labor camps in the Congo in Africa for for cobalt. Or you have the Taliban shooting people in the head if they don't work hard enough to get the cobalt out of Afghanistan's enriched soils. Um, then what happens is you you put off a lot of CO2 emissions just from that. A lot of CO2 emissions just from getting the cobalt. Then you build the batteries and you allow China to manufacture them in slave labor camps, probably the Uyghurs who are slaves locked up in prison camps, are building these batteries for Elon Musk and his globalist friends. And guess who charges the battery? Coal miners. Coal. So coal is not the cleanest form of energy. And it is used to provide electricity to charge these batteries. So when you take a a look at the entire lifespan of an electric vehicle, it's not very clean. It's not zero emissions like they try to sell you or tell you or lie to you about it. And what the end conclusion was with this guy that we played about a month ago was he said hybrids were the best. And I believe that to be true. But combustible engines are not that bad. And not only that, but we've learned from NASA that it's cyclical. That this whole climate thing has been a ruse brought about by the liberals and the socialists and the democrats and the globalists. To control people. Now they're coming out with a green card. Yesterday it was a COVID social credit score card disguised as a vaccine passport. I'm telling you, folks, this is what's going on. 
We cannot let, give them an inch. We cannot give them an inch. They'll take a mile. And there's much more going on than just that. So, I want you to listen to this uh, clip here. Let's take a listen. When I asked... Well, just about, Alice, you've been speaking for most of the night. When I... When, when I... When I asked Tanya Plibersek... We'll fact-check that one for you. Yes. When I asked Tanya Plibersek, was the deputy leader of the Labor Party and the potential deputy prime minister, was carbon dioxide the big issue in relation to climate change? And she said yes. I then said, well, that being the case, what percentage of the atmosphere is made up of carbon dioxide? And she said, I don't know. And I said, hang on, you don't know what percentage of the atmosphere is carbon dioxide and yet you're prepared to stand the economy on its head to address a problem, the detail of which you don't know. So when I then explained that the percentage of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, Alice, is how much? Alice, how much of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere? To answer Alice? the question, Scott Morrison has said he Al- believes Alison, in climate much? change Alice, and that he much? wants to do something about Alice, it. Alice, how much carbon dioxide is the problem? How much carbon dioxide is there in the atmosphere? I'm not a scientist. Too much. I don't oh. know. I'm a well, hang on. If you're going to argue the case, you ought to know. It's 0.04 of a percent. And of that 0.04 of a percent, human beings around the world create 3%. And of that 3%, Australia creates 1.3%. So for the 1.3% of 3% of 0.04%, we then decide to have a national economic suicide. Alan, 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 I'm I'm happy for you to have made that point. When was the last time they had a national economic suicide? With COVID. They do it, like, every single time. And with COVID, you know, with, with that. So, uh... Uh, I wanted you to take a listen to this other uh, clip as well. These are these are this is uh, Joe Biden brain dead. Um, this is something that happened over the weekend as well. Power or Friday power. It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who registered to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. End of quote. Repeat the line. End of quote. Repeat the line. So end of quote. Repeat the line. Women are not without electoral and or. So he's just reading off of the thing. He doesn't even know what he's saying. That was instructions from a teleprompter telling him, that's the end of the quote, sir. Repeat the line. Repeat it one more time. That's all he was. And here's uh, Governor DeSantis making light of California license plates. Governor Newsom, which, by the way, a lot of talk, Governor Newsom, uh, after uh, after the Democrats are going to get shellacked in the 2022 election, lose the House and Senate, there's going to be then good reason to say, well, Joe Biden's just not up to the task. And Joe Biden's going to be like, you know, things, you know, they don't uh, things aren't working out. Uh, so then Gavin Newsom's going to run against Joe Biden. And I don't even think that they'll allow that to happen. Because they're not going to run against each other and put each other down. Joe Biden's going to find a reason to retire and say, you know, I've decided due to some health issues, I'm not going to run. And next thing you know, guess what? Gavin Newsom's going to come in and save the day and carry the torch for the Democrats. But there's a lot of dirt on Gavin Newsom. But let's take a listen. 
Well, look, I was like this. Everyone wants to talk about me in Florida. I mean, like, I'm just sitting here doing my job. just tell you this, uh, I was born and raised in this state, and until the last few years, I rarely, if ever, saw a California license plate in the state of Florida. You now see a lot of them. I can tell you, if you go to California, you ain't seen very many Florida license plates. <laughs> yeah, that's a beat down right there. That's pretty good. Oh, I got a couple of tweets I'm going to read out to you. Um, it says, fueling around, Biden administration slammed over reports of emergency U.S. oil being sent to China, of course. And um, Dr. Rich Palazzolo writes about that, and he says, I want to hear from Trump-hating Biden voters why you're okay with Biden sending millions of barrels of fuel from emergency petroleum reserve to China. Fuel was sent to the Unipec, Sinopec, CCP-owned company that Hunter Biden and his financial stake in Biden is selling out America. And by the way, uh, also, it uh, turns out that John Kerry's son was also in on that deal. So there was a big win in Wisconsin. Wisconsin's Supreme Court rules unattended drop boxes financed by Zuckerberg are illegal in Wisconsin. This must be ruled illegal by the SCOTUS for all 50 states, is what this person writes. Marxist Dems governors will continue this otherwise, uh, continue this otherwise. Same governors who mandated COVID patients into nursing homes to help Biden in 2020. Well, that's a big deal. So that, that what that rule is, is you could still use a Dropbox, but you have to go into a political polling center, a, a certified center, and uh, hopefully you have to show ID. I'm not as sure about that. But you cannot bring a stack of mail in. You can't bring a stack of uh, ballots in. So the mules are going to be put out of business because it's, people are going to recognize, hey, you were in here three days ago. I remember seeing you. What are you doing here? You know, so there's got to be some sort of check and balance there to prove these these things. So the Bradford file writes, if Trump supporters were protesting outside of Katanji Brown Jackson's house, the feds would shut it down within an hour. And um, there was somebody who wrote this. Um, so related to that, this uh, liberal Right. So more than half of the population of this country just lost the constitutional right to have autonomy over their own bodies. And your response to is to play the mediocre white man victim card. Gotcha. OK, so this person was a real piece of work. And I said to that person must be talking about the right to have autonomy over their own bodies for people who lost their jobs because they refused to get vaccinated with an experimental drug. Surely you're not talking about how abortions are still legal in, in a, a majority of states. You know, and it's up to states and it's up to the people to decide what's going on with that in, in their individual states. So remember this, not the un, unvaccinated are not a threat to society. They are a threat to authority. And that's another good one. Um, so another one says, uh, guess who else is on Hunter Biden's firm in China that just got our oil. John Kerry's son, Mr. Green Energy himself. 
So Rising Serpent writes, in case you missed it, Joe Biden sold our emergency strategic petroleum reserves to China in the middle of historic gas inflationary crisis and hasn't even been investigated or impeached yet. Let that sink in. Cat Turd writes, there's a historic uprising around the world against the evil new world order. And the fake news media isn't even covering it. The fake news media, I said, is controlled by it. World Economic Forum, BlackRock, Klaus Schwab, Pfizer, you name it. Zuckerberg, Big Tech. I think Elon Musk and Elon Musk's ruse of his Twitter deal to try to hurt the conservative, emerging conservative social media platforms in an election year. They're dirty, folks. And they're liars. And they're deceitful. So Jill Bryden writes something to the effect, for nearly 50 years, women had the right to uh, make our own decisions about our bodies. Today, the right was stolen from us. And uh, Jeff Carlson writes, uh, glad to see you know you know, you finally know what a woman is. All of a sudden, they know what a woman is, right? Isn't that, isn't that interesting? The double standard. So want to talk a little bit, you know, James Kahn passed away kind of mysteriously. It was unexpected. Uh, we want to take a listen to this uh, clip about these uh, unexpected deaths. There's an expectation of bioethics that when an experiment is leading to harm, you stop the experiment. Uninformed consent. Co-star Dr. Charles Huff Canadians did great on this film. So this is part of a film. Let's take a listen. Rushed the safety evaluation, and we have minimized the risk. We break our evening of college hoops coverage to pass along some sad news in the world of boxing. Former middleweight champion Marvin Hagler has died. Hagler is considered to be one of the greatest middleweight fighters to ever enter the ring, holding the undisputed middleweight title from 1980 through 1987. Legendary outfielder Hank Aaron has died. The 86-year-old Hall of Famer was vaccinated on January 5th. He died in his sleep 18 days later. Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins has died in Columbia while on tour with the band. The cause of his death remains under investigation. I think that's the price to pay to be vaccinated and to be going back to a normal life at one point in time. Normally there's a foundational principle of medical ethics that if some experimental treatment is being tested and there is evidence of harm, you're supposed to stop the experiment. So that's from uh, uninformed consent. All right. So, and then Jokovic won the Wimbledon. He is standing for against the jab. He doesn't want to put that pollution in his body. And he's standing up and he's putting his money where his mouth is. He was interviewed recently and he also said, you know, I would give up the French Open or whatever it is uh, for my rights. So a rare picture of sportsmen holding his heart to the fans. And no, it's not myocarditis or a stroke. Or an oncoming heart attack. He's holding his heart because he cares about people. Now, this one was actually banned on Facebook, this meme. Megyn Kelly, do you recall when she interviewed Julian Assange and she said, why doesn't WikiLeaks report dirt on Trump? It's a quote. And Assange replied, there isn't any. 
So it's not, there isn't any dirt on Trump. He couldn't find any. They would, they would have published it if they had it. And then here's another big story that is not getting any media attention. Do you remember Brittany Griner? She got arrested in Russia. Well, guess what? That person's a dude. There's, there's a video and there's photographs of this person without a shirt on. Same exact tattoos on the body. Playing basketball in the street. Brittany Griner, who basically walks out of the room when the national anthem is playing, refuses. The WNBA and the, U, the, the USA t- t- Olympic team, which he was on, the W and plays for the WNBA, the women's NBA. So plays for the WNBA as a dude. And you know what bothers me the most about it? Is that people, people, people are, were up in arms. The same liberals that were so upset with Lance Armstrong because he took EPO, because everybody else was taking EPO. So I blame, I blame the French Sports League. I blame, blame the uh, cycling world for you know, setting the playing field to where everybody cheated. And you couldn't possibly compete unless you cheated. That was a whole different story. Just, just you know, when he equaled the playing field, Lance Armstrong was the fastest cyclist. Maybe he did the drug better than everybody else. But, you know, we don't want a world of drugs at all. We don't want EPO in cycling. Gotcha. But he wasn't the only one doing it. Every single body person, everybody was doing it. So how is that cheating when everybody's doing it? So you get this Brittany Griner playing with women and, you know, basketball and swimming and weightlifting and things like that, you know, that those are sports where, I mean, come on, man. That's ridiculous. And they have women's basketball. They have men's basketball for this dude. They have men swimming for that dude, you know, Thomas, uh, whatever, Leah Thomas, you know, and so on and so forth. They have, you know, like wrestling, you know, you never see this in wrestling because in, in, in amateur wrestling, you have women's and men wrestling, you know. But here's the thing. You don't ever see a man going and trying to beat up on women. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's insane. And the liberals support this. Uh, human rights can, can, campaign supports this person. Uh, Nike endorsed this person. Adidas and, and, uh, did it. Uh, Team USA is endorsing this. And they're lying to everybody. This person's been doing this since high school, I believe. Um, and, and the thing about it is, is, is that it's unfair to women. There are women that would love to be playing for the for the women's and get the gold medal in the Olympics, but they can't make the team because this dude is doing that. And I think it's terrible. But they didn't tell us that. Now leave it to Russia. This person was smuggling some drugs or doing drugs, had some drugs on them, their person, and ended up getting arrested in Russia. 
now wants the helping hand. And the White House wrote up a letter saying, I spoke with the wife of this dude. I bet you the wife is straight. And this dude is straight too. Sleeping, has a wife. But the wife, you know, they claim to be uh, lesbians. Which doesn't make any sense because this is a dude. So they have (laughs) nuts. This is the world we live in where everybody is so confused. You know, everybody on the left tries to confuse everything. I shouldn't say everybody is so confused because I'm not confused. But they're trying to confuse everything. They're creating chaos where there doesn't need to be any. And so look it up. Brittany Griner, and this isn't new news. There, I saw a guy on YouTube reporting about this in 2018. So it's not new, but Brittany Griner, who got arrested in Russia, everybody's like, free Brittany for doing drugs and taking, not even taking a knee for the national anthem, but walking out of the room, basically saying, do not play the national anthem while I'm in the room. Hates America, yet plays with the USA on his chest in a girl's uniform. I mean, it's crazy stuff. And the same kind of prison tattoos all over their body, whether they got, I don't know where they got them. But, you know, it's in, he's in prison right now, I guess. But he's got uh, issues, this dude. And yet he's dressed up like a woman. He's playing like uh, on a woman's team. And the USA is sanctioning it. And they did the same kind of crap with the soccer teams, too, per- permitting these people to disrespect our flag and the track. And, and it's always these, you know, these, these uh, very liberal leagues that are doing it. It's, it's just such a shame that we have, to be, we have to put up with this stuff. And it's not enough. You, and if you object to it, you're banned you're censored. You know, it used to be that this kind of behavior was the exception, not the rule. Now, it is endorsed by the Liberal Party of America. That's the part that's so frustrating, is that if we write something or can't complain about it, we are the ones that are phobic. No, we're accepting. The problem is we don't like it because the Democrats are trying to buy up voter blocks and that's what they're doing. They're, they're, they're exploiting these individuals and this behavior because it's an attack on Christianity. It's an attack on God. It's an attack on our Judeo-Christian values. It's an attack on America. You know, Caitlin Bennett and, uh, you know, has this YouTube channel, and she goes around and ask, she was asking questions about July 4th and, and about America history and our kids don't know anything about this stuff, but if you ask them what cisgender means, they know what that means. So they got the priorities out of whack. We got to get back to the, the basics. I think we also got to get off the grid more, put our cell phones down more, get off of the electronics, stay off the games, and participate in human, human interaction. And get off those uh, psychotropic drugs that are allow, you know creating 
you know, almost every one of these mass murderers is taking these psychotropic drugs, getting on Playstations and Xboxes and uh, playing these first-person shooter games and looking at their phone and not associating with people and living a life that's fiction online, like a virtual reality life, which is what the meta name was really kind of used for. They changed from Facebook to meta because they're trying to create a meta universe where you literally can be sitting on a sofa, set up a storefront like a website, um, and sell goods and services, and literally make a living without ever leaving your sofa. That's what this COVID thing, I think, part of it was grooming and getting you to be able to work from home. And this isolation is not healthy. It's creating an atmosphere of suicides everywhere you turn. So, you know, it's scary stuff out there, folks. And you got you to gotta worry about your kids and you got to worry about your, your loved ones because not everybody is as strong as you might be. You know, and you got to think about the weak and you got to think about everybody. And you got to get the message out there that we need to straighten up as a whole people. But uh, the Bradford Farrell writes, Biden used his addict son to enrich himself. Say what you want about Hunter. The president is a scumbag. And the Bradford file writes, everything from the Hunter Biden laptop turned out to be true. And two years later, the media is still acting like none of it exists. Now it has a phone backup to start ignoring. Now, yeah, there's a phone backup. I guess 4chan is, is on the prowl. And uh, that's interesting stuff. Um, All right. So I'm going to play a clip uh, about Hunter Biden. And we're going to play this one. This is uh, from uh, Maria Bartiroma. Let's take a listen. Hunter Biden and and, uh, Jim Biden have received over 150 suspicious activity reports. That would probably put them at the top of the list of anyone in America. And that's no exaggeration. You can ask any banker that. Prior to Joe Biden becoming president, members of Congress could request from the Treasury Department a list of uh, people that had suspicious activity reports. Joe Biden went in and changed the rule to where Congress can no longer request suspicious activity reports from the Treasury Department. Wow, that was House Oversight Committee ranking member James Comer on with me on Mornings with Maria over on Fox Business on Wednesday, exposing the Treasury Department's new rule that restricts Congress's access to suspicious activity reports, including the more than 150 related to Hunter and Jim Biden's foreign business transactions. My next guest has been investigating this potential influence peddling and in September of 2020 released an in-depth report on the Biden family's financial transactions with oligarchs in China tied to the Communist Party, as well as in Russia and in the Ukraine. Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson sits on the Senate Foreign Relations and Homeland Security Committees. Good morning, Senator. Thanks very much for being with us. I want to get your take on these 150 suspicious reports. Uh, what are these suspicious reports? Why would why would they be suspicious? What triggers that? And what do we know about them? Well, the Treasury Department enlists uh, banking institutions to help them uh, notify and, or recognize potential money laundering and other illegal and illicit uh, financial transactions. And th- these are very sensitive reports. Again, suspicious does not necessarily mean criminal. And so they have to be handled sensitively. Uh, our own report relied on uh, what we referred to as treasury uh, records 
but the fact of the matter is, is Hunter Biden was well aware of the fact that uh, his activities were red flags and certainly could have uh, triggered suspicious activity reports to the Treasury Department. Uh, some excellent reporting by the Washington Examiner talks about, uh, you know, again, this is information off of his own laptop, uh, off of uh, iCloud backup of his iPhone. But he was highly concerned about his payments that he was making to uh, non-resident uh, individuals who appeared to be connected to a East European prostitution or human trafficking ring, that uh, those were going to flag uh, his, those types of transactions. And, of course, we're seeing that uh, Joe Biden apparently uh, paid for at least thirty to $100,000, uh, maybe unwittingly, but he was kept continuing to funnel money into Hunter Biden. So the, the fact of the matter is, uh, is Hunter's computer is a treasure trove of information. And my concern about the way the Treasury Department, Justice Department may be using suspicious activity reports is uh, they'll certainly use them against Republicans, but we now have, we don't have equal justice. We have a two-tier justice system, uh, one that will uh, treat with kid gloves or cover up for Democrats and their powerful friends, the elite, and the rest of Americans. And I think we're seeing that big time with Hunter Biden and all of his uh, uh, very suspicious uh, transactions that uh, certainly Senator Grassley and I, we have the, bank, the actual bank records now. We've shown those on the Senate floor that show highly suspicious activity that I don't believe this Justice Department is doing enough to investigate and potentially prosecute. I mean, will we ever see the details of what Hunter Biden has been up to all of these years? I know that if you're reelected and the GOP wins uh, the majority in November, you plan to investigate Hunter's payments to what appears to be an Eastern European trafficking ring. What do you want to see and what do we know about this? Well, again, first of all, the, the laptop is revealing an awful lot. It's not being covered by the mainstream media who are complicit in all of this that are covering up for the Bidens. Uh, they got him elected, a guy who campaigned from his basement, so they'll continue the cover-up. But we, we all already know an awful lot. Uh, I think the American people deserve the truth on this because Joe Biden is certainly compromised. I heard your last segment there talking about uh, Joe Biden's soft on China policies. I mean, there's probably a reason why Joe Biden canceled the China Initiative, which was the Department of Justice, a program to investigate Chinese theft of our intellectual property and university systems. Why in the world would he cancel that? Is, because, is it because he knows that China knows all the transactions and exactly what Hunter Biden was involved in? So, no, this, this is a huge scandal. The American public deserve the truth because it is putting at risk our national security because we have a compromised president who has lied repeatedly to the American public, uh, saying that he never talked to Hunter about uh, his overseas business transactions. Now we actually have voicemails from off of these computers. And of course, the, you know, my concern about all of this in terms of our Department of Justice is that uh, to the extent that they might indict Hunter, I'm afraid they'll enter a plea agreement. And part of that plea agreement might be to seal the record so the American public never knows the truth. That would be a travesty yeah, of I mean justice. And I know what we've seen on the laptop has been reported by a number of uh, people, Fox, Fox Business, uh, Peter Schweitzer, the Federalist. Is that the evidence that you have about this ring, that that, that human trafficking ring and, and hookers? I mean, what is the evidence that you want to share with us in terms of what you have learned with regard to those things? Well, again, we pointed this out in our September 2020 report based on Treasury records. And I'll leave it at that, because I understand the sensitivity of some of these other records. But, it, but then we went, again, we used those records to then 
develop additional information. We did our due diligence. Unlike the January 6th committee that is not doing their due diligence, we did our due diligence. And our report mm-hmm. ended up spawning Tony Bob Lewinsky coming forward. Uh, we, we actually were gi- given the opportunity to take Mr. McIsaac's, the computer, he offered that to our committee. But again, we had to do our due diligence. So we checked with the FBI. They didn't tell us anything, even though we know the FBI had Hunter Biden's computer in December of 2019. What have they been doing with it? Okay, to me, mm-hmm. there seems what? to be all kinds of potential criminal activity on that computer. Our FBI, our Justice Department hasn't really done squat. They won't answer our questions about potential conflict of interest of people like Nicholas McQuaid, who, and, who heads up the criminal division. Uh, we, they don't even let uh, uh, the, the U.S. attorney in Delaware answer our oversight requests in terms of have people been recused yeah. themselves. So there's an enormous cover-up going on here. Uh, the FBI, the, the Department of Justice have not been forthright. I don't think they're rigorously uh, investigating this. And again, I'm concerned they will be involved in the cover-up as well. Even if they do indict, I fear they will seal the records. The American public will never get the full truth. Senator, real quick before you go, we were just talking about the CCP trying to infiltrate U.S. elections, try to sway Congress. Who do you think is in the CCP's pocket? And a state Supreme Court uh, has ruled that the Wisconsin ballot drop boxes are illegal. Uh, Are you worried about the upcoming election? And what can you tell us about what's going on in Wisconsin right now? Well, what happened in Wisconsin in the last few Well, we're going to cover that uh, in our next show um, with regard to China infiltrating our elections. Uh, It's a really good piece on that. And then, of course, you know, the Wisconsin developments are interesting as well. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens there. It might, might be beneficial if every state you know, restricts these drop-in mail-in ballots. That's for sure. Well, that brings us to the end of the Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today to the Scott Adams Show. Be sure to check out magapack.org and buglecall.org, who are basically advancing America First policies to make America great again. One of the vehicles that they use is the Scott Adams Show and Red State Talk Radio. And so we want to thank them for Um, their support of our networks and uh, their endorsement of America First policies. Also, uh, if you're going over to MyPillow.com, be sure to use Red State as your promo code. And with that, we'll see you next time on the radio. Bye-bye, brother. I'm from a small town in Tennessee, a long way from the suits in D.C., but close enough now to see this mess. Where I stand, the mound's getting steeper. They grab a shovel, dig the hole a little deeper. Just to bury my kids right up to there.